What's up, choke artist Kawhi Leonard? What's up, choke artist Kawhi Leonard? Welcome to Time is Flat Circle. <laughs> Look at how humans keep getting it wrong. I'm your host, Joseph the Youngest, and I'm here with my friends. You know, it's been a little while. We've been on a kind of unforced hiatus for no reason. No reason at all. It's just we're lazy. We're lazy as fuck. But we're getting back into it. And just to show you that we're in the groove, who's with us today? None other than Josh, how's Kawhi doing? <laughs> uh, board man boards plane back to Los Angeles. I'm sure he's really happy because that fool never cared about winning. He just cared about being in L.A. Now he gets to be back in L.A. and stay in the bubble anymore. Whose tweet did you steal that joke from? I was so fuck. Like, I don't know, four or five people. <laughs> I'm glad you called it out because I was going. But man, I, I am very happy, man. You know, the, the, the sport, this, this has been a crazy sports week. You know, Malcolm Brown from San Antonio just fucking having a night on Sunday night. And then Kawhi getting his ass bounced. And then my Dallas Stars are on their way to the Stanley Cup final. I'm on a great okay, fucking move, man. Calm down for a second so we great can get move. the intros. Great and move. The intros great move. And Andre and Hondo are here, too. Whatever. All right, Josh, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Let's hear that rant. I mean, look, Kawhi motherfucking letter, all right? He gets it. Finals MVP, third year in the league in 2014, and a very well-balanced Spurs team. Very well-balanced, great starters, great bench. He shows up, plays good defense against LeBron James. LeBron still goes off, by the way. His stats in that series are pretty I, I believe we called him the Kingslayer. That series. Yeah, and that was complete fucking San Antonio bullshit hyperbole. Because looking back on it, it's just like, yeah, he you know he played pretty good defense against LeBron, and then he had some nice highlights, and you know that made everybody kind of be lazy and just be like, oh, give him the MVP. So my, my favorite thing is I think that was a series where afterwards they interviewed Pop, and he was like, I didn't run a single play for him. Yeah. Because he was athletic and he just, you know, he put it back. He put he he put back uh, some, you know, missed shots and, you know, had some pretty good defensive defensive plays against LeBron and whatever. People lost their minds. Then he goes to Toronto, another very well-balanced team, a team that had a fucking hell of a winning record without his ass when he was load managing. I have to turn my volume down because Josh like, is yelling. You're literally <laughs> yeah, we're going down the rabbit hole yeah. with this one, but I kind of like it. Yeah, and then, and then he, go, he goes ahead and gets finals MVP, blah, blah, blah. Let's lux the hell out against Philly with that shot that never should have gone in. He lux the hell out in the finals with Clay Thompson going down in the last game and Kevin Durant not okay, playing. Okay, but is that lux? It's luck. luck. You're saying luck for a lot of separate individual, non-consistent yeah. scenarios? I don't know. Yeah, it kind of sounds like you're you're describing a person who shouldn't even be in the the NBA, and that's pretty, it's okay. Like if I made <laughs> that shot, it's one hundred percent luck. But like, if the guy is an athlete, lucky, right? he does this for lucky. a living. He doesn't. Nobody practices that shot. <laughs> nobody practices that shot to stitch your ass out of bounds after you take also, it. Uh, I would yeah. say Kobe. Yeah, you Kobe do with the end of practice Kobe, Kobe every day, have. bro. But I mean, look. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we just we need to kill any of the Hold comparisons. On, Josh, did you ever play basketball as a kid? Where like last five minutes of practice, you're just taking stupid shots. I don't think professionals may do that for fun, but not at the level when they're trying to actually be like, this could be a game time scenario. I don't think so. Not the shot. Not the shot that Kawhi took. It was definitely okay to give you to give, I guess, some credence to what you're saying. It was definitely up to. This was a game like game sevens, I guess, just generally tend to go. It was the way of the superstar for each of the teams, like whichever way they went is which which way the team was going to go. So Nikola Jokic, Joker, Big Honey, motherfucker came and uh, delivered. Wait, is that how it's pronounced? Uh, Big Honey? Yes. So. Nikola Jokic. I, Big Honey? I thought, yeah. it was, I thought it was Nikola. Is ni- is ni- uh, is I don't know, Nikola man. Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Nobody's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan? Nikolai. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I probably see it. I just didn't think of that. Uh, but he fucking came 
and brought it. And I was very like, damn, this motherfucker is a great basketball player. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna go down as like a really, really, really good player. Yeah. Dude. And Kawhi just didn't. Kawhi like shit the bed. I, I think you you saw heart come through with <clears throat> both Jokic and uh, Murray. Murray is a fucking bad boy. Let's, yeah, let's talk works. more about Kawhi real quick. Let's talk about Kawhi. <laughs> so, <laughs> see if he's actually. Hold on, I saw wait. you shuffling. I saw you shuffling papers. I know. Did you, you write he has like a an stack. Essay? Yeah, he's got stats. Yeah, with no, I did. I did. No, I got. I got stats. Here are Kawhi's game sevens through his career. All right, twenty. Okay, instead of looking the stats up on a website and then just like having that website open on your computer, you printed this shit out. <laughs> I, read, like, I had to write them down because basketball reference isn't that you know easy to navigate. Basketballreference.com is that easy like, to navigate. So look, it's like eight dollars worth of basketballreference.com. Yeah, it's a great, great source for all basketball, yeah. all NBA okay. stats. Is it like the Wikipedia of basketball stats? No, it's actually it uh, is, and uh, it's I not only use it for source. the nicknames. <laughs> for the nicknames, what the, what the official t- uh, player nicknames are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one of them now is Pandemic P for Paul George, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Let's look at so wait, 2013. On, Josh, before, you, before you do the stats, how many game sevens did he play, has he played? In four. The and four, four, including okay. four, including last night. Okay. All right. So four games out of his entire basketball. Yeah, but these are games. These are game sevens, bro. Okay. Wait, are you including like? Well, I guess college sports they don't have those, yeah, they don't, right? I don't think they keep yes. track of that. Okay, no, I there's just no, make there's sure no we... best of... every, but every seventh there's... game of his college. Career. <laughs> there's no best of seven series. Okay, game seven, 2013 finals against the Heat. Right, this is actually. Bro, his... I don't even want to talk about that. Move on, move on. No, this is actually his best performance. Free throws, and that's it. This is actually his best performance. Right, second year of the league, finals against the Heat. He misses two clutch free throws. Y'all remember that shit? That well, yeah, I remember one of them to game six. But no, I blocked it out of my memory. Eight for seven. Basketball goes, was didn't that like not exist? That season just didn't happen. <laughs> no, that ended game six is when that series not, ended. Yeah, I remember. Not not terrible. <laughs> Eight for 17, 19 points, sixteen rebounds. That's that's pretty impressive. That's better than Marcus Aldridge. I, eight for seventeen isn't great though, right? Like that's that's average. Yeah, that, I get, like you're that's, making no, it, fifty percent of your shots. It's not. It's not it, for putting up that many it, shots. It, seventeen seventeen shots for nineteen points. That's that's me. That's very Lamarcus Aldridge, where it's high volume but it's high scoring. <laughs> <laughs> very inefficient. Yeah, but yes, I agree, Josh. Continue. Well, his you know, foot was well, on the line for like every shot. Uh, well, we'll get to the Marcus later. Uh, Twenty fourteen. <laughs> First round against Dallas. I'm telling you, man, you should have just hosted an episode without 2014. Me first round against Dallas. This is <laughs> this shit is atrocious. We wouldn't have had these stats though. We should have. This is the this is the year that we ended up winning a championship. He ended up being Finals MVP. And this is how he performed in a fucking seventh game in the first round as the number one against? seed against Dallas. Seven for 14, 15 points. Wait, our, oh, Six okay. I thought you meant it was our championship. Like, yeah, the year we won. The, the championship, year we won, right? The year the Spurs won. Yes. Okay, against sure. Dallas in the first round. 7 for 14, oh, 15.6 rebounds. Fucking great game. 20, here, here, here's what, here's this game, I remember being pissed off about this one because this was bullshit. 2015, we won? Sp- first round, Spurs versus Clippers, right? S- game 7, he goes 5 for 13 for 13 points in game 7 against Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and the, and the Clippers. Okay, but five for thirteen isn't that much different from eight for seventeen. For thirteen points, yeah, but he just won Finals MVP the previous fucking season. What the hell is he doing? Only taking thirteen shots in a game seven. But you said that eight for seventeen was his best game. Like this isn't that you're much look, different. Yeah, you're still your uh, points to attempts is still at this point it's consistent. Yeah, it's consistent. No, that, the same thing. Yeah, I'm saying he should <laughs> improve by this fucking point. Stat. 
and that's he very, very out of context. He should improve by this point. He should improve by this fucking point. He just, in 2015, he's the reigning finals MVP, and he shows up to game seven in the first round, only going five for 13 for 13 points. That's fucking atrocious. And then, how of course, last for, night. Josh, what? Hey, wait, how many, uh, hold on, hold on. What? And then hold on. What narrative exists that you're arguing with? What, what, what is what, the narrative that, that you're arguing with? He is not. Yeah, I guess that's a good, like, what is the overarching point? Here? I mean, people keep saying that he's the best player in the league, that he's on the level. Of, no, LeBron's the best he, player in the keep, league. Like, there's several people, Everybody like, knows Chris, that. like Chris Broussard and Max Kellerman, who said that he's on the same are these, level. Are these famous people? Yeah, these are people who get paid to talk about basketball, like millions of dollars to talk okay, about basketball. Okay, but, like, Skip Bayless said that, like, depression makes you weak, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that motherfucker better get fired. Y'all think he's going to get fired? I hope so. I, his contract's not going to get renewed. Do we really want to take their Does opinion? that have anything to do with football? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I, what I'm saying is, like, okay. are these people really that, like, credible? Says, do they know what they're talking about? Yeah, but, I mean, just take a look up at that. Year, right? like, no, this up in, like, a couple of weeks. I think it's up in, November. Oh, it's up in like, November, I think. You're talking about Skip Bayless's? Contract yeah. is up in November. Who gives, him, wow. who gives him another shot? Like Fox. Breitbart? No. <laughs> everybody no, everybody does, him, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. There's, Fox is going to keep There's him. no way they let him go. So, hold on. Because of the ratings. <clears throat> because we're talking about it. That's why. The best thing about uh, that news was that I was still up in Dallas when I heard the news. And I saw it on the local Dallas news broadcast and i was like man they fucking hate skip bayless here dude they fucking hate him so yeah much. he was the one that um that that uh basically started um the troy aikman is gay rumor with this book oh my god yeah wait that's a rumor that's a very strong i thought you confirmed that <laughs> didn't you confirm that i i've spoken to several socialites in the dallas area some of them being gay <laughs> who have confirmed with me that that is true all right but so, Josh, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I was listening to this podcast. They were talking about how, like, the the data, the data that they've taken of everyone in the U.S. shows that we are going to have less babies this year. And I know, like, six people who have had babies this year. So, from my standpoint, I think, man, d from this particular standpoint, it looks like we're having a lot of babies this year. So, yes, your socialite friends may have said this thing, but, like, do they actually know? Wait, why does one point... Uh, at all have to do with, what does one point have to do with the other yeah that was that was a terrible fucking no that was a terrible comparison so, so I'm saying, like my my perspective is no. that my perspective oh, okay, okay, okay. is that, that there are a lot good, of babies yeah, no, being that had. that's a very very good analogy yeah it was hard to follow that was hard to follow like my perspective is there are a lot of babies and the truth is the exact opposite of that that's terrible analogy oh you're talking about general statistics of the population i'm talking about one fucking guy you're talking about yeah. general statistics of one player. Do you, player do in you one have game. those stats on your reference yeah. sheet in front hey, of Josh, you? Hey, Josh, for that, for all these game sevens that you're referencing, what was his plus minus on each game? I didn't look at it because it's a stupid fucking stat. I'm <laughs> 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 so obsessed with it. You know that's what Adrian uses to defend Ginobili every fucking time, right? Every I mean, time. It's a valid stat. Plus minus, baby. I would. Okay. What about true shooting percentage? <laughs> Give me his true shooting. Oh, percentage. I did not mix that bourbon. What's the what's the basketball <laughs> equivalent? All of I'm warp? saying, Josh, is you use one statistic to justify a person's performance, I guess, and that's the part where I'm like, bro, that's not how that shit works. Val value as a human being. Yeah. Um, so, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Hondo. Please, so, no, please wait, tell wait, me. So what, there what, was, what was so great about Kawhi's performance last night. Going it six may have been one of Josh's tweets, but. And Josh was like, he's not a leader, I think is what you had said. Like, he didn't have to lead any of these other he's teams. Not a no, I think Pop said that. Popovich Pop said, said that. that he wasn't a leader. And it's been fucking proven last night. 
Pop said he is he was not a leader. Well, but you can be a leader and be a bad leader. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Doc Rivers. Okay, so 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 okay. Doc fucked it up. Wait, what? Let's talk about Doc what Rivers going? Is, uh, yeah. Doc's 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 percentage on um, game sevens has to be much no, worse because he that, that yeah, motherfucker goes to game seven know, all the time bad, and loses. It's bad for Doc. He's blown, I think, eight leads of two and zero or better throughout his tenure as head coach. So yeah, that's, three, that's kind of he's the dude. only coach to blow three. How does he keep getting jobs? He's the only coach to blow three three one leads now. But it's in the history of the NBA. Fault, right? Yeah, fuck it is Kawhi's fault. So Kawhi, what I would what Kawhi I would should, like to see, Josh, dude, Kawhi, is like how Kawhi does makes like how does hey Josh, what I would have liked to see is like how does this stack up against other great players in Game Seven? Oh, I've seen, like, I've seen some Jordan's of them. In, like, okay, the like Kobe, Tim Duncan's Game Seven stats are fucking insane, dude. That dude showed the fuck up. Nailed that three pointer. That wasn't a game seven, Tommy. Uh, that was a game one. What the fuck are you is, talking about? Is, is, Stop talking, is Andre. Game you don't know most, what the hell you're talking about. That's game one. Is Dame <laughs> the most clutch uh, all star right now? Um, Playing. But he's not playing. Yeah, no. all star all star right now. Right now? I mean. Because would you say. Right would now. you say. All right. Well, all right, Durant didn't right play now, this right year. Now. So, yeah. Right now, right now. Right so, so it's playing so it's at game. this moment. Or, or, otherwise, it's Durant. Right now. It's Durant, otherwise. Around the world. Is Durant really that clutch? Fuck yeah, dude! You have you have stats you have stats to back that up. I I would like to just <laughs> for the court's sake mention seven. that he went to UT and that's why Josh likes him. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I I I guess Durant is just like one of those players. Durant is in the same tier as LeBron, right? I, I think so. I think he's on there. I think he's up there. Yeah, I mean, like LeBron LeBron, LeBron is better because he's a better five. defender. But he's a better. Uh, I don't even think it's top five. I think it's just like guys that 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 are gonna go down as some of the greatest in history. Uh, it's gonna be like right now. Who's playing right now? It's gotta be, in my opinion, only LeBron, Durant, and Steph. I don't think anyone else is in that fucking. Do you take tier? Uh, I agree with that. What's his name? The Spider Man, the big spider gangly guy. I forgot his name. Kevin Durant. Do you take him <laughs> over Scottie Pippen? Yes, a hundred like, times. Full, yes. full knowledge, knowing everything about both of them, both in their prime. Take him over Scotty. Yeah, because I, I think emotionally they're like as hard to manage as each other. <laughs> it's like Prime Prime Scotty was real fucking weird, dude. He was pretty crazy. We saw that in the last. But hits. also, you could pay him so much less money. <laughs> you could pay him seven years and fifty million, and he'd be there for. So and he was just like, man, I love this so deal. Much salary cap space. I would say, okay, this is interesting. Then you're saying, I agree with this point about Kawhi not being a good leader. But was the guy then the guy that everyone rallied around? Was that Kyle Lowry last year? Yeah, yeah, no, he, Kyle, was, the, Kyle, he was the unquestioned like moral leader or emotional leader of the yeah, team. And, and, absolutely. And, and his and second in command behind Kyle Lowry was Ibaka. Yeah, I feel like Ibaka is one of those locker room guys that that people don't really yeah. so quantify yeah. or or he just shows up and like physically threatens to yeah. hurt so, you unless you do your I job. Want a clarity then, Josh? So when you're talking about doesn't he have a massive schlong too? He's got a big old longer, right? No, that's Greg. Uh, would, He's the one who leaked it. He's the seven. How would you know that? <laughs> how would you know that about uh, did, did anybody get a hold of those Captain America nudes? <laughs> did you, Andre? Were you quick to Were you quick to Google that? No, dude. I found out like days later. And I was just like, man, I can't believe I missed this. <laughs> well, now you now you know what your next venture is on on social media, right, Andre? <laughs> I am not gonna. Well, first of all, I don't have any nudes to leak. I'm a very boring person. Oh man, yeah. I'll leak nudes for you. I'll find someone that has like your general complexion. <laughs> what? What if we like Josh and I switched? 
uh all of our nudes are going to leak it at some point uh i just want to make money off of it, man that's my goal i'll do it if, nah. I'll do it if i make money wait so hey josh so when you're talking about quiet as a leader you're you're saying that he's not good as the leader of the team right or because i guess when you're talking about Kawhi. When he was with the Spurs, Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili were the unquestioned leaders. When he was with Toronto, Kawhi or Lowry was the leader. And then just based on the way that it was presented, at least, Doc Rivers and Paul George were more or less the leaders in the Clippers. Like I, I would, so I guess I'm kind of curious. I don't know if Paul George is. I don't. Know, I, I never. Had, I never got that all. idea that well, Paul no, George. So, is hey, I think he's not. If anyone, it was going to be Patrick Beverly. That's why everyone was such a fucking asshole on that team. But I don't think Beverly <laughs> could. Yeah, well, that makes yeah. sense. I don't think Beverly could do yeah, it. Point being is Kawhi's never been the hey guys like he's like hey I'm gonna shut up and do my job. He's never been like the quote unquote leader of a team. Yeah, guess what, Hondo? He didn't do his fucking job last night. <laughs> Did you watch the game? Yeah, you know, for 13. Did you watch he's the game? Definitely... He didn't. He he maybe guarded Jamal Murray for like three fucking plays. That's the thing. Like this, throughout this entire series, he's never guarded. He never guarded Jamal Murray. He never guarded Jokic unless it was a fucking double team, and then Jokic, of course, just made a beautiful pass and to somebody wide open for a three. Like he he just he ran away from the tough defensive assignments. He rarely guarded Jamal Murray throughout this entire series. And the thing is, Pop and Nick Nurse would have fucking dictated him to take that assignment because he's such a good defender. And then he ran away from that. The previous series, but is that a Doc Rivers call then? Like, is that his fault? Should he have said yeah. do your job or just fucking or pick him up and stop being a pussy? Were they like switching a, on pick and were they switching Kobe. on pick and rolls or were they were they when they were switching on pick and rolls? He still wasn't involved. He still would. He was always. He was guarding like Michael Porter Jr. and fucking. I do want to see Millsap. how many times we can say switching on pick and roll. Also, you're you're <laughs> yeah. being kind of a dickhead. In my in my opinion, your opinion sucks because you're being kind of a dickhead to how good <laughs> how good how good Jokic is and like being that fucking big and and uh, just fucking finesse so, so nice. That is the other side, like. Has he faced someone like this before? Like Jokic, I don't think. I think honestly, Jokic might be the most unguardable person in the league right now. Well, the, he I, didn't I, even. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, Joseph, you don't really know how Kawhi would do because he even fucking tried. He even tried to. He even <laughs> fucking tried to guard Jokic. <laughs> it's it's wild how much your hate for and Kawhi the, can previous, like, transcend giving any credit to the other team. I love at Jokic. All. No, I love Jokic, yeah. dude. No, as as a as a, who I am, like I understand this. Recently. I love Jokic, and another, another thing too. The the previous the previous series against Dallas, Kawhi never fucking guarded Luca. Like you're you're a two time defensive player. Maybe he's just got a thing against Europeans, man. <laughs> Doesn't want to get close to him. You're a two time defensive player of the year. You're a two time Finals MVP, and you're not going to guard the best player in the other team. Like not even try to do it. What the fuck, dude? But also, like Matt Bonner was a slam dunk champion, so are we really judging them on past performance? Matt Bonner was not a slam dunk I... champion. That never happened. Yes, he was, dude. Google it. Fucking Google it right Big now, Josh. Cat. Matt Bonner is a slam dunk Brent champion. Brent Barry was a slam dunk champion. You fucking no, tool. No, no, go look it up. <laughs> I want you to Google it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want wait, you to wait, find wait, the video you, of I'm Matt Bonner. I'm gonna install his NBA podcast until you champion? fucking look it up. You coward. Did I say in the NBA? Oh, so uh, was he a high school slam dunk hey, champion? Hey, Josh, look it up. <laughs> okay, is Andre right? Look it up. Look it up. Hey Siri, is Matt Bonner a? Uh, no, it's looks like he was a slam dunk champion in high school. <laughs> yeah, cool. first thing that cool, first bro. thing that came up to the question is Matt Bonner is a dunk a, is, a professional is Matt, dunker. Is Matt a Bonner? 
Yeah, cool, 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 cool story, no, bro. No, I honestly don't know if he won that slam dunk contest. I just want you to watch the video. Because <laughs> it's Hondo so was also great. a starting forward in a soccer team in high school. Like, but that's what I mean. <laughs> who like, fucking cares? So uh, what, my current job, like we looked at a lot of data, and you always disclaim like past performance is not an indicator of what's going to happen in the future. Okay, good segue, good segue here. Christopher Nolan, past performance, and Tenet is getting like what kind of reviews right now? I don't know. It's also apparently about time travel. Uh, yeah, no, you can't I understand know. what they're saying in the movie from what I've read. Apparently, like, you need subtitles. Aren't, aren't all his movies about time travel? Are they? Yeah, Interstellar, time travel, uh, Inception, some kind of Batman? time travel. Batman? Fucking travels through time for sure. Is that how he made his money? His dad made bets on the, the almanac that he brought back in the future? No, no, no. Remember, in the first one, he's a kid, and he grows up that fast? We didn't see that stuff on, on screen. Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel. Uh, no, I think it's. I think it's. Um, I was telling Adrian the other day that uh, Christopher Nolan is the only director I can think of who, in this kind of situation, would be so fucking confident that he's just like, yeah, I know the movie industry is riding on this fucking movie. Release it anyway. Like it's. We're, we're well, not. We're not streaming can, this. Like at this point, he can do anything he wants, and the critics are going to be like, "Oh, it was awesome." Because even I was like maybe Tarantino, but even Tarantino, I I feel like his his reverence for the theater, he would like push the movie back so far so that it is released in theater when people are like able to go to theaters or just be like ah fuck it, just release it on streaming. But like, also everyone has a forty five dollars because like Scorsese had said he that uh, Irishman was supposed to be like in the theater yeah, and yeah. Netflix was just like no here's eight billion dollars yeah. and then just was like okay yeah i I'll think christopher nolan doesn't have a price christopher nolan's like the one dude that doesn't have a price man <laughs> it's, it's crazy he's so confident in his art like cool but also the movie's probably not that great <laughs> and you, so you, how many showings do you have to have in order to make like what you would normally have i have no idea So like a normal showing's got like 100 people in it let's say and right now you have 20 yeah, show maybe. Says it's like a lot but i don't know I mean, I guess he's more connected to Hollywood than any of us are. You mean it's a lot? What? Like, you have to have a lot and, more shows? Yeah, Andrew Schultz says, like, there's no way that they're going to make up enough money with just doing limited, limited theater, but that's what I limited don't theater keep, like, releases why, and streaming. Why wouldn't you just tell Amazon, like, take this, give me money, and go sell it for me? I don't. Because Christopher Nolan, man. Yeah, I don't yeah, think you're going to sell it for. Because how much did they made? Like, took 200 million or something to make, right? It, the the well, production okay. cost of that was stupid. Hey, guys, I, guys, I got to head out. All right. <laughs> Marcus Aldridge sucks. Hondo's gonna take over as the Kawhi hater. Oh, he he's gonna suck at it. it. I don't think anyone's gonna hate Kawhi as much as Josh. Ever. Is. Yeah, that's Ever. true. Yeah. That's we switch the conversation true. to Lamarcus Aldridge. I can then be Josh. Okay. Why do you hate Lamarcus so much, dude? He because he so hasn't hard. won us a championship. You have, you'll have to stick around to find oh, out. Because Ka- Kawhi <laughs> won us a championship, right? Yeah, he won us that championship. It's not like we already didn't have fucking three future all flavors on that team. Apparently, you don't have to go, John. <laughs> yeah. I'll see y'all later. Peace. Marcus sucks. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Who? Who? As a director, are you gonna risk COVID to see their movie? Uh. Oh man, that's hard to say. Like, you gotta give me some context. The, about the, the movie. only movie I would go see in theaters right now is a Fast and the Furious. Movie. I wouldn't even go see that. Actually, hold on. Which one's the new one? What about James James Bond? So, uh, so what is your Bond? Fast and the Furious? Hondo? We have to find. No, hold on. There's there's the. So I would go see something that's gonna get memed. 
because I don't want the meme to ruin it for me. <laughs> so, like, I know no one's going to meme Tenet, like, or I just won't understand it because it's a fucking Nolan film, so I'll wait for that one. Spy- Spiral. I would go see Spiral. What is that? Oh, the Jigsaw one? Yeah. You'd risk nah, COVID to see that? Yeah, I, nah, would. I don't think I, I would. So, I've had, I, I don't know, it's been weird. Ever since the first Jigsaw came out way back, like, in college, I made it a point to go see every single one on opening night in theaters. So when the new one came out, I got really excited because I think they're going to either reboot it or kickstart it in a new direction. Can we also agree that theaters are now cleaner than they have ever been before? Oh, for sure. There's not You're not sitting in, like, I don't know, gallons of cum. Well, so they, they <laughs> actually have to clean the theaters in between show. It's like, stop, clean it, not just immediately end a movie and start another movie. Uh, and it's like limited seats per theater like they're taking actual measures but like this is the cleanest theater experience you will ever have in your life i don't know i kind of feel like the movie that maybe i'll be the pessimist but i feel like the movie theater concept is gonna die like i really do because people are not going to movies and they're realizing oh hey like i'm still kind of it's weird i know when when i me and my wife when we go to the movies we're gonna spend 30 my wife my wife 30 to 40 (laughs) bucks minimum right but, yeah. but the concept, the concept of me doing that now, I'm like, that's dumb. I'll just watch something on Netflix. But I won't pay thirty dollars on Netflix to watch a movie because I think it's dumb to pay thirty bucks to watch a movie now. So that's where I'm. I'm wondering. That's where you got to share that login, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. So know we did that that's... with Mulan. Like I, I gave ten bucks. Somebody else gave ten bucks, and we paid thirty for Mulan, and all of us got to watch. And it. Just oh, shared, you saw that you trash. Just, you just shared your login with everybody. You didn't. No, I share. I have someone else's Disney Plus. Someone login. else who shall not be named. How how bad was it? So it, it's the same as Aladdin, right? Like I saw this movie without having seen Mulan in years, so I think it was a good movie. I'm sure if I went and watched Mulan, I would probably fucking hate it. But like, if you didn't watch the animated one recently and you're not like crazy obsessed with it, you'll probably enjoy it. Other than like the part in the credits that thanks the Muslim concentration camp in China. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you guys haven't heard about that? No, I have not. So there's, there's. Oh man, now I got, now I gotta see it. I know. The province that they shot it in, and then one of the like associations that helped that they thank in the credits that nobody checked on was a. It's not, it's not a concentration camp, right? That's a rough word for it. It's a labor camp where like a, uh, they basically round up all of the Muslims. Isn't that what the Nazis called? The concentration yes, caps? Okay. Absolutely, Joseph. That was the joke. Uh, so they round them all up and they put them into a like work camp. And these people are literally just like in a concentration camp. Like they have to I think the only difference is like there's an actual building versus like being out in the, the open, but like it's still a shitty, shitty situation to be in. They're clearly being oppressed by the Chinese government. Uh, and Disney thanked this organization in the credits. That's pretty phenomenal. And I take it oh, they yeah. got a lot okay, of flag. Okay. Another another rough segue, uh, hysterectomies. Did you all hear about this news? So that's the thing. Like, are we doing any better than China is right well, now? I we don't have think kids so, bro. In the borders. Uh, what? Sorry, man. I don't so, internet very well. Oh no, you gotta get it. Yeah, I don't twitch very well, so I'm I'm missing all There's, this stuff. Essentially, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna <clears> do a quick rundown because I have no I, like I haven't looked into the story. It's just been all over the place. Um, so essentially, I guess all of this focus on ice has been really paramount since they were putting kids in cages and all that shit so now it's come out there's a a whistleblower from ice that was essentially stating that there's been a huge number of hysterectomies performed on 
people in Un- ICE detention. Involuntary. Yeah, like uh, there's not there's not going to be evidence that you can find where these people like voluntarily wanted this procedure done. They didn't say done. I want a hysterectomy. They just got hysterectomies what? and, and it, essentially like sterilization of 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 a <laughs> of a whole group of people is happening in the U.S. If this is true, I I tend to fall on the side of yeah. It, Whatever it sounds like, the worst thing is probably happening. Well, and, and you look at our history, right? Dude, the Trail of Tears, like Japanese concentration camps. Well, I don't know if they were concentration camps, but were, in, what did inter- they call them? Internment camps. Internment camps. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we have a shitty history in the U.S. of doing this, and I'm sure 25 years from now, no one's going to talk about this. My Okay, my dad was saying, like, how do you even get to a point as a person in an organization like this? Like, how do you become the... How do you become the Nazi who's just following orders? And I was like, honestly, I think all you have to do is get enough That's people. That's the easiest part. You just have to get enough people to really believe that the only things in their lives that are bad are directly a result of these people coming into the country. Like, that's all yep. you have to think. And if, if you Man, get there, I don't even think fucking... it, I don't even think it's that. I think you just have to get someone who doesn't know how to not follow orders. You. Well, so it's it's true, the same true. as like people say, why is there a good cop? And it's like because they've all been pressured into doing the wrong thing, right? It's Falling the same orders. thing. Like if you start with this very simple, hit that guy over the head, and then six years later, you're giving people hysterectomies. <laughs> is that the timeline? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> from, from roughly from, yeah. Yeah, that from, movie. So we were just kicking people over the head. Cut to now we're doing hysterectomies. I think the other thing was the so this may not be the same with I, but like. The Nazi party, once they took over, like had control of the military, and the military, you very much follow orders, or you're in trouble. I just I, like it's it's tough to know. I guess it's just tough to know that it's that fucking easy. But then a lot of it was like the citizens didn't know, right? Yeah, they, their name. Some of their neighbors disappeared. And they were just like, oh, well, they were apparently committing a crime, and that's what they're told. And that's what they believe, and nobody wants to actually check and see what's actually happening. And then if they do, you think like, I'm one person. How do I stop this thing? Yeah. I- I think this uh, time right now is made more difficult by the fact that everything that you see in the news is, first of all, negative, which is shitty, but it is news and these things are happening. But also, you just feel so fucking useless. Like, there's nothing you can do about anything that's going on. Like, the fucking wildfires, hurricane running through Alabama right now. You just see, like, the water rising. Like, what are all these, what are all these people going to do afterwards? And then also, like, do you feel safe in your in your home just knowing that all of these people are getting uprooted and there's nothing to say like there's no safety net left like you uh think about like uh all the evacuees from Houston that ended up here in San Antonio probably getting covid at a a hotel that they shouldn't have been in in the first same place. thing with hotels man hotels are probably fucking cleaner than they've ever been <laughs> true true like everything right now everything you go to is cleaner than it has ever been in its business life all right i do want to get into the wildfires though because i want y'all's take on this my understanding from a few different articles that i read is that this is the, the not even the peak of wildfire season so it's gonna get worse before it gets better and i thought you were going straight to gender reveal there fucking weird i i is it like is it how 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 credible is it that multiple fires were started by gender reveal parties like it was it actually uh a bunch of fires or was it like one thing that happened because of a gender real reveal and now well no and it's it's almost always like they can trace this back to one incident like some uh-huh. kid left this fire going because 
the whole place is just ready to burn. It's so and, like that's literally the whole point of Smokey the Bandit or Smokey Smokey the Bear campaigns. It's like only you can prevent forest fires by like doing the responsible thing. Yeah, no, it's just... they should have made Burt Reynolds the face of of forest fires. Honestly, I think he was bear. in the bear suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what what's happening right now is like it's not even peak fire season and the thing that that scared the shit out of me was seeing like fire chiefs wait not um, wait what are you talking about it's summertime it's still summertime it's peak fire season right now isn't it no 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 like the peak fire season is later on uh through the end of the year because it keeps getting drier because there's not going to be any rains so until like rainy season it's it's going to be worse and think about what do you do outside if it's cold I guess I just th- I always thought because I know they always do the firefighters and stuff over the summertime. I guess I just figured with the heat and everything, there's always more there's more fires in the summertime. I'm not, I don't know for sure. I just that's surprising to me. Well, the the reason for or the cause of a lot of the fires was um, the insane like lightning storms that they've been having. It was like eleven thousand lightning strikes in a certain area, like in in just under an hour or something insane like that. Yeah, damn. That's what that's what's starting a lot of the fires is just the like natural natural causes. But they're all saying like we're in for like four months of this. They're they're pretty much trying to prepare to fight fires the, at the same. Well, and it, it could rate. just burn for four months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four months of, of just it, bad air quality. It's like California, Oregon, all of like there. There's parts of, of Utah. The entire state is on fire, right? And I'm even not, Washington, not literally. Uh, Colorado too. Yeah, it's basically anything west of the Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what I wanted y'all's takes on. The insurance problem is kind of fucking crazy. So what ends up happening with a lot of these people's homes when they burn down, they evacuate and everything, they're safe, they get the insurance payout, and then they go and rebuild. And there's always a cycle of politicians wanting to put, I guess, more strict building regulations on rebuilding a house like that because it's more than likely gonna encounter another fire in the next couple of years right you build to the but it's always the time that you're building and not to the way the house was built yeah yeah but essentially you're telling that to a bunch of people that just lost their house and are just trying to fucking rebuild it so they have somewhere to live again and all those people are like well i only got as much as the house is worth so don't make me rebuild it for more money than i actually have to rebuild it and that always happens to the point where the politicians are just like, well, fuck it, then just rebuild it the exact same way, and and we'll we'll pray, I guess, that nothing bad happens. But recently, uh, insurance companies at the end of the contracts were basically telling all these homeowners, we're not going to insure you anymore because your house has burned down like three times already, or like this area has burned down like three times in the last four years. So we're going to not insure you, yeah. and that leaves the people. That leaves the people with like homes that they can't sell and can't really live in because of the probability that it's going to burn down again yeah. and they're not going to get anything back from it. That makes so perfect sense. When I heard that, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's, that's the thing that is going to get people to stop building fucking homes there. But what California did <clears throat> was put a moratorium on the insurance companies actually uh, taking people off their contracts. And I'm like, that sounds kind of fucking... Like, what are you going to do with the extra year? Like, what's the plan if some you delay build. this shit for it's Some people will get their The same thing built. is going to happen. I, I think the idea is because, so first off, the concept of insurance, it's kind of fucked up in itself, right? It's like, hey, 
pay me money so that way I'll cover you in case X happens. But if X happens more than a certain number of times, then I'm not going to cover you anymore, right? So it's already a hedged bet to begin with, but my it's probably given a moratorium is because the insurance companies are probably making this decision as it's happening. Whereas if you're going to make that decision, you can't, like if I'm already in the water, you can't cut me off for, or you can't not give me a towel. Pre, pre-existing, condi- yeah. pre-existing condition. Yeah. Pre-existing condition. Yeah. That's a, if that analogy. But a fucking sense. home. Yeah. Or with a house. Yeah. It's like, I'm already. <laughs> your home is sick. Yeah. My house is already burned down. <laughs> your you home is sick before. <laughs> your home is sick before you bought the insurance, motherfucker. <laughs> but it's, it's, so to me, it's similar. as like living in a floodplain. Like, you built your house on a floodplain and yeah. you get flooded. You you kind of knew that was coming. Like, and and it might just be the fact that like I'm not attached to a home. Like I don't I don't have sentimental value or like twenty years in a place. So for me, I'm just like I'll just fucking live somewhere else. Well, but, the thing that's scary is like you hear all these people that are getting interviewed that have escaped the fire with their lives, and they're being asked the question like, "Are you gonna like What are you gonna do now? Are you gonna go back?" It, like universally the answer is just fucking yeah. yeah gonna go back gonna rebuild it it's all gonna be good yeah. like why first it, of all it's why? just like because it's home you're playing with a loaded gun yeah and, and, and like that's you it's be, it's russian roulette like there's a bullet in there you know it's gonna go off you just don't know when yeah, but the thing is because though, like, of that you've established the concept no. of home like I, I i mean when you tell yourself and that's where i think you're talking about andre about having an apartment is when someone says like, "No, hey, I'm this is my land. I'm gonna stick my foot down here." Like, you'll tolerate quite a bit of shit to stay there. It's just weird. Dude. I just like, don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's no. So it's in my opinion, I, I say this with a certain level of I mean, ignorance, but it's like as as a non as non homeowners, it makes sense. What you're saying obviously makes sense because Andre and I fit fit into that category, whereas you don't. So I get that part of it, but it's just, it's wild. I mean, like, it, I would take that money and just go build a house somewhere fucking else. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but you don't know, you don't know where, you don't, it's no different than like someone who lives in a shitty neighborhood. Like if you have the means to get out and they just choose to stay, sorry, Andre, your screen keeps black flashing blue and red. And I'm like, is there somebody outside or did something happen? No, it's the Fast and the Furious. Okay, it's Fast yeah. and Furious. <laughs> a lot of cops in that movie. <laughs> But no, it's no, it's no different than the concept of like someone who lives in a certain neighborhood that may not be the best. It's like that's where you when you tell yourself this is where I'm established. It's a lot harder to pull yourself out. I, if that's the case, though, okay. Like people in New Orleans, they live. In I can a see. I can see that, and they I, still choose to live there. <laughs> okay, so so that that I understand because Yo, like in the city, I do not agree. Well, so in the city, like you back. probably you probably have a job that like only pays you so much. More to get out of there but like if you own land out in fancy california mountains like you have money right you have yeah. flexibility yeah. yeah yeah like you could go work somewhere else but i like the uh, new orleans they're saying is it's a lot of regular people who are working everyday jobs that probably can't afford to go buy a new house somewhere or pick up and move yeah. somewhere because of, of what they do for a living yeah. but like i and maybe that's my bias of like thinking californians all have a lot of money but I mean, you can take yeah, the equity definitely, in definitely not the case. But like yeah. the places, yeah, places, places like that. Yeah, and point of, point sell, of, sell that house <laughs> to a sucker <laughs> and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Buy two houses somewhere else. Uh, point of clarity. Sorry, New Orleans, you are not a toilet bowl. What I meant to describe was just something. I mean, it is. It's, I think it's designed that way. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is, you just collect a bunch of shit and it ends up flooding everywhere. So, like, that's. <laughs> It's it's like Houston, dude. Like you're built below sea level, yeah. it's gonna flood. Like gravity you know it's gonna flood. Says water's gonna come down here. 
That's okay. why I live on the northwest side this of is, town. To avoid this is why the I wanted to bring areas. this topic up because I, I see what you're saying, Hondo, for sure, as to the rationalization or justification people make for going back. I, I kind of get it a little bit, not whole wholeheartedly, but I, I understand where you come from. But is the only way out really to just be fucking heartless and and for the, the insurance companies just be like fuck you dude like it it's costing us more money and also we're having to raise everyone else's premiums because your house keeps burning down or keeps flooding and you're going to have a house on your hands that you can't sell and also can't live in because it's uninsured like is yeah, is that you... the only way to get people to move out of the places where it's dangerous to fucking live I don't know if that's a smart idea either, because if I can't sell my property, then I have no way of moving in the first place. No, I'm not saying. I'm also, not saying. I don't it's know smart. if it's the only way, but it's definitely probably on the list. It's probably what's gonna happen. It's, it's a really list. Of, it's on the well, list. Also, yeah. It's the same as like cars, right? Like I love driving, and 20 years from now, we're all going to be driving electric. They're probably going to be automated. So like, my insurance will cost so much for me to drive a car that it's not going to be worth it for me to drive. So, so as insurance goes, <laughs> the world goes. Yeah, and at some point, Andre's gonna. Yeah, actually, that maybe this is a good correlation for Andre. So, if it goes electric, it becomes too expensive and it becomes detrimental. Are you still going to be trying to find a way to drive because you enjoy it that much? There will be a point where, so like, it is, it is too pricey for me to justify this. But your threshold or, is like very likely higher than someone else's, right? Oh, at, absolutely. At that yeah. at that point though, wouldn't it wouldn't it make sense to like start a subscription service to like a fucking racetrack where you just get to go whenever you want and and just rip I don't know why we don't have that now, Joseph. That'd be cool. Yeah, the business idea. <laughs> I I'm looking for work. I I'll make it happen. I'm looking for work. good trademark that idea. Um yeah, I mean it's that's that's probably what they should do is like you just tell them, "Okay, look, we're going to insure you, but next year we're doubling your rate." And you just keep doing that until they either pay it because they have a boatload of money or they say, this isn't worth it for me. I'm going to sell this land to a rich person. I, I honestly think that's the only way to make it make it. I don't see what the other options are. I know you said it's a, it's it's an option, but I don't know how else to make people leave their homes when it, it's very detrimental Bur for them to, to the stay down. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're trying that right now. <laughs> California is doing doing that. I don't even know if that's going to work. Because to your point, if you raise the rate, like raising the rate will offset the cost of the insurance, so they'll be willing to offer it. And if I can afford it in the first place, then I'm not like it's still going to end up providing the means of what it's yeah. meant for. But then the insurance company's fine, and they're not raising everybody else's rates to make up for you and your firehouse. Yeah, like if they—that's where the only reason they would cancel the premium, they would cancel the service, is because there is no way for them to make money in any way, shape, or form, and it's going to be a constant loss. So at that point, like, or like you said, right after a certain number of accidents, the insurance drops you. Same thing with fires. Like, look, you've had five fires in five years. We're not going to insure you anymore. Yeah. But I, I still agree with the concept of if I know I'm building a house here and I've had my house burned down five different times, I don't know why I would stay there. Like that that's that's the part that I'm still struggling with because like as a homeowner People do, man. People do. People do it. And uh, like you'll hear it on the, the, the interviews that they're having, like on the news with the people that are losing their homes to the fire. Like, yeah, it's happened a couple of times in the last four years. Still gonna still gonna build. Rebuild it. I don't, I don't know, man. It's a it's a sticky situation. It, it's one of those things where like the stats you were throwing out, Andre, are are probably a good thing that we're not having as many people uh, born in the United States because <laughs> we we are running out of like ideal room. Uh, like if everyone just 
fucking spread out into uh, I don't know Wyoming, we'd be fine. But no one wants. Dude, we to. got plenty of land here. We got plenty of land here that's not being used. <laughs> uh, so, so the other thing is like when you're talking about these people in their houses and they want to rebuild, and you know, and again, a lot of these people probably have the means to go do something else if they want. I just think that like some of it is on the insurance company, but it's like some of it's on the person too, right? You just have to be oh, for sure. smart enough to know I shouldn't go somewhere like. I, and I, I think a lot of it is probably the older generation, because everyone I know who was in an apartment that got flooded during Harvey didn't live in that apartment the next year. They yeah. all said, "I'm going to find somewhere else." And like, yeah, a lot of us that probably speaks to the privilege of like being able to do that, right? Being able to have a job that pays you enough to go find somewhere else to live. Um, but a lot of that, I think, is is on the complex too. Like you know, this flooded. Why are you renovating these? Like, why are you still trying to get? Because you need to make money. But I don't know. There's just there's a. It's like well, everyone's at fault at this well, point. If it, if it's built in, I mean, uh, if you think about it in terms of the function of each individual, like the function of each individual is such that as a landlord or as the owner of a of an apartment building, your job is to just keep making that money. And if a flood doesn't affect your revenue and income because you get like insurance money to build everything back and renovate it in such a way that it looks a little bit nicer or at least the same, but you don't have to like be forced to make any kind of environmental uh, protections in, in, in the construction of that renovation. Fuck it. You, uh, it. If it doesn't hit the bottom line, why would anyone change what they're doing? So I think it comes down to like I mean ethics. That's you know like be be <laughs> yeah. an ethical person. <laughs> no man, cap- capitalism, uh, America's backbone. I-, I would say that I-, I think what would need to take place is have a bunch of local politicians to just have a fucking backbone and be the bad guy for like an entire term, and just be like, you know what, everyone that's living in this area has to get the fuck out. We'll give you like the the value of your house and that's it like no negotiation but you cannot live here Ew. like you'd have to be you'd have to be a Which fucking will never happen that sounds very because, never but that's why stuff like that that's, exists yeah that like that's the whole reason that those laws exist i think it would make sense to just like know that you're not going to get reelected you're going to be vilified forever but then I don't and know. That's why it'll never happen. Oh, the, yeah. the, the next time, because politicians love getting reelected. <laughs> but but like imagine like uh, a couple years after you were the person that did that, and a flood wipes out like that entire area, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, still fucking hate him." They will still hate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. We're fucked. I I think just as people, we're fucked. Yeah. Oh, they did say the the good news, the silver lining of like less babies, is that like Adrian's kid is going to have smaller class sizes. And I was like, even Adrian's fucking luck that he has a baby the <laughs> year that no one else has a baby when when they're still social distancing. Yeah, I talked to one of our sales guys, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'll convince you once the pandemic's over." He was like, "Yeah, I'll see you in 2030." <laughs> the vaccine, the vaccine shit is getting uh, like further and further timeline away from what what uh dear donald has been wait is he getting further i read i read an article and i i don't ask me to quote it i don't know the 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 validity behind it but i thought he was trying to push for a vaccine update being something ready in like three to four weeks no yeah like that's that's what that's what he's saying company that i saw that was like furthest ahead paused what they were doing because they were like 
having difficulties and they were like, we don't want to rush through this. Like we're not Russia, which is also funny to like Russia rushed (laughs) through this. Uh, But yeah. And so they've like recently started up again, but the, what I've heard is like the earliest anybody is looking at anything is like quarter one of next year. And even then, it's going to take until at least, like, the end of next year for everyone to get that fucking vaccine. Well, because you figure, like, you got to do high-risk folks first, right? So all of the elderly and the young kids, the first probably six months of production. So, like, the earliest we could get it is probably summertime, assuming everything stays on track. So what you're saying is yeah. I have a better shot. Big, at just, big assume. I should just get COVID now, be immune for three months, <laughs> enjoy those three months. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Hondo, you do it first, and if it works for you, I might do it, but I'm not going to be the guinea pig. I'm not endorsing that plan for anyone but Hondo. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd go down that road with you, dude. And also, I, I don't make sure your anything. life insurance is up to date first. Yeah, no, let, uh, and I, put all put all of us on the policy. Let me, let me. Let's all take. <laughs> you know what? Before you do it, let us all take life insurance policies out on you. <laughs> Point of clarity, I am not avidly trying to, but I'm saying like if But you'd be you'd be down you'd be down if it happened. If, if I was put, be, if I was put in a position yeah. to choose, right? If I was to if you were to tell me, <laughs> hey, you cannot go out of your house until next summer, or if you get COVID right now and you're gonna feel like shit for two weeks, but statistically speaking, you'll feel better and you'll recover from it and then you'll be immune from it for three months. I mean I, I Hondo, there's also the third choice of like just deny that it exists and go about your daily life like normal. <laughs> yeah, pretend you're immune already and you're good. If the virus no, the, it's a lie. Already, then I won't catch it. That's brilliant. My favorite, my favorite conspiracy theory right now is that it's going to go away on election day. Oh. I'm just like I don't understand how you think that's going to work. <laughs> it's just going to magically disappear. Like you have never tried to hold a party of ten or more people together. Because logistically, Gates, it doesn't make any sense. It's Bill Gates. Bill Gates is going to flip the switch, the COVID switch that's in his basement. <laughs> the COVID switch. <laughs> Election day switch. I think the the most fun, the most recent conspiracy theory that I heard is because uh, apparently Biden's party is so paranoid about doing any sort of debates with Trump, like in-person debates, that Biden's supposed to get COVID in the next week or two, so that way he can't do any debates, and then he's going to come back healthy right before election and say, hey, I conquered COVID, I know how to get y'all through it. I don't think he has the stones to pull that off. <laughs> that's the, like, that's something Donald would do. Donald should do that right now, but like, I don't think the Democrats can pull it off. Donald Trump is pushing for a one-on-one debate with Joe Rogan as the moderator. Yeah, I'd be okay I, with I, that. I would, I would do it. I mean, you would have a whole new audience. I would pay pay-per-view for that. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for oh, it. I, no, I want it on. I want it on ABC. I would do it just for Joe Rogan. <laughs> I would do it so that Donald Trump would be in Austin and be closer to me, so I can absorb that life force. <laughs> I, I need Donald Trump closer in my life. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know about this whole Biden shit. I think I think he's a he's a big liar, and uh, he's <laughs> he's gonna lose the election. Well, he's going to lose for sure because, like, you know, Donald. <laughs> I will say even regardless of – I don't think – let's say he let's say he does win. I don't think he makes it to term. I think within, like, the first two or three years, he's going to – something's going to happen to him or he's going to deck out. I just want to say if the Donald wins, I just want another $1,200 for free. That's all I want. <laughs> like, that's your condition, it'll just right? Yeah, it'll justify it. Like, no, did if you see, you're going to put me through all down, this shit, just give me $1,200. Did you see they broke down the days, like how long we've been in 
Yeah, quarantine. it's like you could have support a, an American for like $2 a day. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Great, great analogy. I love that. No, but, uh, but also, can we send those commercials? I want $1,200. I'm, yeah, I'm down. Let's start a petition. Just, I don't know, change.org. We'll get it done. We'll save every, everyone with a petition. No, Biden's Biden stuff, like, it's very interesting how they're running his campaign. I, I, I would like to say that he's got, like, a chance of just fucking sweeping the election. I don't know, because it sounds like that's what they're talking about. Like, they're talking about... Yeah, so about, it's either going to be he wins every swing state, or he loses every swing state. There will be nothing in the middle. Ugh, so that means either way, it's going to be, like, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people, regardless of what happens then. Because it's not gonna, it doesn't sound like it'll be close. I mean, I don't think it's going to come down to the wire. I think we're going to know by 8 p.m. Of election night? Yeah. No, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, well, because I mean, uh, the, the whole voting... West Coast votes uh, Democrat, right? So, like, all those electoral votes always go to Democrats. But also, like, the all the early voting that's taking place, aren't, aren't we going to have counts, like, a lot faster than we've had them previously? I, I, uh, I think, wouldn't it take longer? Because aren't they talking about, like, doing mail-in voting and stuff? I guess so, but like not yeah, all so states. Yeah, so if are... everybody mail in votes, it will take longer because you have to count all of those. I honestly think that we're overestimating the amount of people that are straight up going to do mail in votes because I, I think, or the number of people that actually vote. True, true. <laughs> well, just because the the people on both, like people on both sides right now, are are seriously like, if you're able to get out there and put a physical vote into a ballot box, because it doesn't matter who you are, you think the government is out to get you. I mean, they are, right? I didn't yeah. get my $1,200. COVID bucks. Trump freedom bucks. Do y'all remember, because this is what I think is going to happen to what Hondo was saying. Do y'all remember when Pope Benedict fucking bounced and like left on a helicop- helicopter to like a golden mansion? Like before no, before Pope Francis, like Pope Benedict, like the Pope before Francis, the, the Palpatine looking motherfucker, when he just like decided to, to quit being Pope. And everyone was like, Wait, I guess you can do that. was this in the HBO series or did this actually happen? No, this actually <laughs> happened. This straight up happened. But like, it's just wild that it's such a weird thing to have happened where he just got in a helicopter and left. Like, it was so reminiscent of like Nixon, <laughs> like getting on the helicopter and leaving. Oh, wow. I was just like, this is really interesting when I, when I saw it on the news. And I'm just like, man, Biden could pull that shit in a positive way. And everyone would be like, all right, <laughs> if he just resigned. And was like, I'm done being president after two years. I mean, I, I think that's that's what we're gonna see. Even so, here's the thing, though: if he does that, I don't think Kamala wins the second term. I don't. Uh, well, if he does it in the middle of his term, yeah. like what because happens? she would she would spend those two years campaigning. She wouldn't get anything done. True. True. Because America elected a white man. But but okay, so straight up, if you if you're the president, can you just resign and then your vice president takes over as president? Because that's a weird way of becoming president. I think you can resign, but not just like I just did this so they could take over. Yeah, I think you have to be. <laughs> but like, what would be the difference? What would actually be the difference? I think there has to be. Some I mean, sort of thing Congress like would probably it. shut down and be like, "We're not giving you anything." Well, it's either that or I think they ha- you have to be declared like unfit to lead or something like that. It's one yeah. of those where you can't just be like, all right, surprise, I'm piecing out. Like, someone has to say, well, I guess part of it's you take an oath at office, right? And then the other part is... I don't know, man. I feel like there's there's some, some rules we, we're not So well, the defense well you want to use, Joseph, is like, you voted for the whole ticket. And that's what happens. Like, you voted for that vice president. Okay, okay. When you voted. So, like, you, you vote for the ticket, not the individual. Okay. 
it is wild though because i think that would that's that's something that i think we should go back to the original days which is like top number of votes president (laughs) second number of votes vice president no matter what party wasn't that only for like a fucking year though? Like or not year? That was like one. That you was like, for like four four presidents, I four think, pres- and then okay. it was like never worked. I do like maybe not even that I many. Do like the idea though of that'd whoever, be so upsetting. Whoever runs as president, you have to the other party's vice president is in office, and then that would really put some incentive behind. Like, oh shit, no, this dude better stay there and better do his shit because if it doesn't happen, and it would make you elect good vice presidents. Yeah. It'd be creepy to have Pence as Biden's. Vice President. I would not like it's, them It's creepy to together. have Pence anywhere doing anything in power. <laughs> but the idea of having Kamala Harris as Trump's Vice President is actually very entertaining on the surface. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Just so many sexual harassment lawsuits. <laughs> Every fucking day. Now, I'm excited about this election. I'll, I want to see where it goes. I will be watching definitely... inside of a bunker because I feel like regardless of what's going to happen, someone's going to rise. I'm going to do what I did last election. I'm going to go to bed at like 7 p.m. <laughs> and wake up to a new president. And just wake up and be like, all right, either way, it happened. Uh, I'm probably going to vote Wait. for Josh. Write him in. The Kawhi Leonard is vice president? Yeah, he'd love that. The, the other way, actually. <laughs> then you have to work for Kawhi Leonard. Because Josh would resign that position. <laughs> Uh, was anyone else looking at it and was like, hey, let me see, 18 points on 17 shots. I'm like, that sounds a lot like somebody he defends. It, it's like, so I'm guaranteed he didn't have a good game, but like, it is 75% the fact that Josh hates oh, him. Oh, yeah, not even close. I just love the fact that those same stats, because I always do the same shit with the Marcus Aldridge, and he always tries to defend it. And I'm like, your stats are awfully similar. If we said player A and player B, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two. That's that's your homework, Hondo. Find all of the stats that Lamarcus has that are the same as Goliath's. And then I'll put those up when we talk shit. I'm like, guess who else has this exact same stat? Oh, that reminds me of this one game from March 13th of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll do a quick mapping to, to to wrap this one up. I went to map the four of us, including Josh, even though he's not here, uh, into the last four teams left in the NBA playoffs. Oh, damn it. Okay, who who are the four teams that are left? <laughs> I, thought, I knew that was going to be a question. Yeah. It's it's the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Celtics, and, and the, the Heat. Heat. Man, this would have been so much easier if the Clippers won because Josh would have so been Patrick Beverly. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh would have been the Clippers. Lakers, Celtics, Heat, and who? Nuggets? Nuggets. Fucking Nuggets. Uh, Joseph is the Nuggets. I'll, I'll fucking take that. I love the Nuggets. Hondo is the Lakers. I'm okay. the Celtics, and Josh is the Heat. Josh is, Josh is Jimmy Butler, just fucking angry at everything. Yeah, <laughs> no, that fits. Just that mad, fits. Just mad, and everyone's like, you shouldn't be here right now. Like, no one expected that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are, you, why are you here? We wanted somebody, we thought somebody else was going to get this far. Ha- Hondo being the Lakers works because, you know, Hondo's built different. Um, <laughs> just like Just like LeBron. <laughs> and then right you as the Celtics yeah uh, Andre is a Celtics I think that works just because the legacy man you you got you got a good legacy <laughs> I, I, I don't and know why that fits that's what we're banking on <laughs> uh, but that, that works you, you parlay that experience into everything you want <laughs> <laughs> I was loving the fact that um, they were showing because the Celtics went into game 7 with Toronto and one of the stats they showed was just a fucking, like, 
stupid stat of how many game sevens the Celtics have won versus how many game sevens the Raptors have won. And it was like fucking Why? 30 games for the Celtics. Why is that a stat we care about? The Raptors who were invented in like 1998? Exactly, exactly. Fucking great. Uh, almost this, oh, like only this century, basically. <laughs> loving it. Well, I think we can wrap this one up. We can put this one in the can. I'm happy about it. Good to be back in the chair. We'll do this regularly now. Every yeah, six, every now, seven now days. That I can, now that I can fucking upload them, be good. And uh, man, glad Josh isn't here. This has been Flat Circle from the Geistos Podcast Network. Remember to be yourself, just like everyone else. And we'll catch you next time. Yo, are we are we gonna fucking are we gonna fucking record at some point? Or because I'm just like anybody anybody who's listening is probably bored as fuck right now. Sorry to the listeners. I care about the people. <laughs>